Welcome to the Market in Motion podcast for financial advisors, presented by FMG Suite. Listen to interviews with the movers, shakers, geniuses, and innovators of the financial advisory world. Visit FMGSuite.com to discover more great resources and products to transform you into an extraordinary marketer and grow your advisory. And now, without further delay, the Market in Motion podcast for financial advisors. Hi, everybody. Mike Woods here, one of the founding members of FMG Suite. Welcome to the Market in Motion podcast for financial advisors presented by FMG Suite. More than 40,000 advisors rely on FMG Suite to help them stay connected, build relationships, and grow their business. Now it's your turn. Visit us at fmgsuite.com and schedule a demo so you can see our tools in action. Today I'm excited to be joined by two key members of our creative team. With me is Rebecca Smith, who is the content director for FMG Suite, and Riddell Enrique, who is the art director for FMG Suite. Rebecca and Rodigel are going to take you, uh, give you a glimpse inside the content machine here at the FMG Suite family of companies. The two teams pump out roughly 150 pieces of content a month. Well, that breaks down to about eight content pieces a day, one every hour. In today's podcast, we're going to give you a look inside the content playbook. We're going to talk about what type of content gets the most interest. A very interesting topic. What what gets the most interest? Is it an article on Social Security? Is it an article on retirement? Rebecca's got some of the details and some of the facts behind that. We talk about how to start. Rebecca talks about how to start creating your content ideas for your website. Riddell talks about design being a process. It's not just as simple as taking a piece of clip art and slapping it onto an article. Do you need an editor? Well, the short answer is yes, and Rebecca goes into the whys. We also talk about how FMG gets feedback on content ideas from both advisors and individuals. So if you want to be one of those advisors that takes a look at our content, please give me a call at 858-251-2444 and say, I want to join the CAP program. Now it's on with the show. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Market in Motion podcast for financial advisors. Today, I'm excited to be joined by two key members of FMG's creative team. With me is Rebecca Smith, who is the content director for the FMG Suite family of companies, and Riddell Enrique who is the art director for the FMG Suite family of companies. Great to have you both here today. Great to be here, Mike. Thanks for having us. Thank you much. Uh, so the FMG Suite family of companies, and when I say that, it includes now FMG Suite, Marketing Pro, and Platinum Strategies, publishes more than 150 pieces of content each month. Mm-hmm. Whoa, sit down. That sounds like a lot. Uh, <laughs> you know, when I started to break that down a little bit, I said, well, you know, 21 business days a month. Well, that's roughly eight content pieces a day or one an hour. And mm-hmm. I didn't break it down to words per minute, but <laughs> it's pretty clear that we are, uh, we have a, a, a content producing machine here. And you guys are the ones behind the scenes making it all work. Um, You guys are the ones that direct the traffic through FMG Suites offices because we have offices in San Diego. (laughs) We have them in uh, Summerfield, Florida, and uh, we've got remote offices throughout the U.S. So we rely heavily on uh, Slack and heavily on email to get the communications out and together and keep everybody on the same page uh, because a hiccup is costly. <laughs> a hiccup slows us down quite a bit. Um, so we never have those. Never, never have, <laughs> never have <laughs> those things called hiccups. Uh, so I wanted to set the stage first. I wanted to kind of give everybody a good perspective of when we say content, what do we mean content is? Uh, Rebecca, I'm going to give that one over to you. 
cool. Yeah, that's a great question because content means different things to different people. Um, around here, when we say content, we're talking about things like uh, videos, infographics, emails, articles, social media posts, all that good stuff. So when you log into your FMG Suite dashboard and you click content library on the left-hand side, everything you find there is what we do and what our team makes. Um, yeah, Radell and I uh, work hard on this stuff, but we are just part of a team of people who are um, working every day to make amazing content for our members. So we like to kind of think of ourselves as the core defining feature of the FMG Suite <laughs> product. Right, right. Um, you know, I mean, it's cool that we offer websites, but you can get those elsewhere. Um, it's great. We offer marketing tools, but those are also available um, in other places. It's the content that we make that really sets us apart. Um, and the combination of all those things working together that makes us a perfect resource for financial advisors. Yeah, that's what uh, our chief product officer, Dave, talks about quite a bit when he does demos. It's a combination of the technology with the content, with the customer service that really uh, helps us, helps FMG stand apart. Riddell, when you, when you hear content, how do you, how, how do you think about it when you are directing all that content to your different designers? Well, it's, um, it's, it's when I find myself kind of describing how, um, what type of content we make and, 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 and when we make a website, uh, that comes preloaded with content, right? I always, um, it always gets me very excited to think that there's a financial advisor or insurance agent out there that is not even worrying about uh, what's on their website because they know they have a hub that right. will educate right. their clients uh, just by logging into their to their site. Um, so when we sit down and kind of start ideating or strategizing content uh, from a creative point of view, um, it's very uh, it's very easy to 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 have the the user in mind uh right so we can create some set of rules and visuals and messages that we um that we have to come up with first before even jumping to move some pixels on the computer yeah and i think that's important for people to understand that we don't just give it to designers and say go ahead have at it there's mm -hmm. rules there's structures there's pr processes that you have in place that you've built over the years that helps guide them and helps them be successful correct yeah our message is more important uh, ultimately, right. uh, that that makes uh, a design way easier to make right. uh, at the end. All right. So I wanted to talk about uh, FMG. This is the time of year where FMG recently released its Thanksgiving article. And next up on the docket is our holiday article and our New Year's message. They're right in the queue. They're ready to re be released. They've been uh, completed. I've been working on getting mm -hmm. them approved by compliance officers. So the $64,000 question for you guys is, Rebecca... <laughs> How does FMG Suite create the proper tone and message when it's creating a one message that's going out for thousands of advisors? It seems like <laughs> a, it's a very big hurdle to cross. Yeah, you know, it's fun. Um, as creatives, we like to think of constraints as just things that make us more creative. So yeah, it, it's definitely in our holiday pieces, they are, we get one shot for, you know, something like I think 60,000 people right, right. actually see these. Um, and they're from all different walks of life. So making a piece that can work for everybody is something we feel we take really seriously and, and mm -hmm. feel really responsible for. Um, so when we make a piece for the holiday, you know, our strategy is to just get at the heart of what the holiday is all about. Um, it's kind of hard 
to, it's hard to create an emotionally compelling piece about taxes <laughs> or social security. I mean, you can, and we do, um, we do fairly often, you know, create pretty entertaining stuff about some dry topics. But when you talk about the holidays, you know, um, they're all about a feeling. Those special days, are, they're just deeply personal and they're unique for people. Um, but when we dig a little bit deeper, we always find that there's a core emotion or sentiment that everyone has in common, regardless of where they're coming from. And that's really what we try to capture with those holiday pieces. And uh, I think we do an amazing job, personally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not mm-hmm. that I want to brag, but um, yeah, I think I think that's something we pay a lot of attention to. We get a lot of feedback. Um, and we'll talk about that, I guess, here in a little bit, too, about kind of like how sure. we yep. um, hear if something is working or if it's landing for people um but yeah we we put a lot of thought into that and making sure that it's um it's something really special yeah i think uh, you know when i talk to home offices when i go out with the compliance officers the 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 tax content the social security content that's really critical content for them to have for Mm -hmm. them to have as a baseline that it's factually accurate that's important but what they really like to complement that is the pieces that invoke that emotion, that emotional connection. So Absolutely. that is the, uh, that's the tricky part. That's the real secret sauce. Riddell, when you are working with your graphic designers, how do they, how do they come in and Rebecca's team comes up with a concept for the holiday piece or the Thanksgiving piece, or actually I'm going to tell people about the New Year's piece. The New Year's piece was how New Year, how, how New Year's is celebrated throughout the world. And it was fascinating. And when I read it, it was just, it was, it was awesome how we have different traditions in different countries, um, including I think, uh, Rebecca, what, what country do they pack suitcases and walk around the block so they have a successful year of traveling? Is that, uh, I forget which one that was, but uh, one, of the writers, yeah, <laughs> one of the writers came up with the, so it was, it was really, uh, it was really, and I tell you how interesting it was, Finra returned it uh, in like a day or two. So they, they obviously took a look at it and go, this is pretty cool. I'm going to read it first. Um, Riddell, how do your graphic designers complement that type of idea? Um, Rebecca put it very well. Uh, it's this is a teamwork. That there's a lot of collaboration. Um, we do have um, you know uh, our direction uh, going on to these pieces. We we, we wireframe if we have to. Uh, we storyboard if we need to. Um, but uh, in order for a content piece to be visually successful, we have to make sure the strategy and the research gets communicated at some point. So the collaboration is super crucial here. So to get the designers and copywriters in the same room and discussing what's, you know, picking each other's brain. And it's like, mm-hmm. what, what, what did you find out in your research? Tell me, like, help me visualize this message that we're trying to, to convert into uh, colors, right? Right? Or, right, right. Or, or vectors or whatever you want to call it. Uh, so that collaboration right there is super important. Um, so I always, we're always pushing our, 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 our team members and I push designers to understand this research and to, 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 to get creative in, in, in ways that the message will never get lost. So no matter what you designed, make sure to always focus on the message. The message has been researched, has been ideated, and this is going to be turned to content for our financial advisors or insurance agents. So like turn that message into a something that's visually engaging because if people click on it, that's a win. But if people click and scroll, 
that's a huge win. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm glad that you mentioned that because it's, you know, we do put a lot of intention into, you know, we're talking about holiday pieces because it's that time of year right now, but um, we put a ton of intention into some of these pieces and it's, um, it really pays off. Actually, we just, we talk, we throw around the phrase a lot, award-winning content. And you might Mm -hmm. see that in like our, our marketing material on our website or whatever. And it's like, oh, award-winning content. That sounds so cool. But it's, you know, we're still winning awards. We actually just won a Davy award for the this amazing piece that we that Rodell's team worked hard on the data thieves from outer space piece and that's like that's fun yeah it's a really fun piece I mean if you talk about like um, data theft it's kind of a dry topic right kind like and dry. It, it can be a little scary for people too to think about like oh someone's gonna log into my computer and steal my stuff you know so it's like but it's a topic that people really want to hear about and it's very pertinent in the financial world as well and right. so we wanted to make something that would be really cool and we ended up making this infographic um that's in this kind of pulp style that's very nostalgic and um, just has a really neat look to it but it communicates a lot of great information so when we think about you know what are the topics that advisors want to talk about to their um, to their contacts and customers, either their um, longtime customers or their prospects who maybe are thinking about working with them. Right. Um, we try to present that in really compelling ways, and and it works. Um, yeah. So we're excited about that award. I mean, I don't know. Maybe I just let the cat out of the bag uh. a little bit. <laughs> we haven't. Maybe it hasn't officially been announced yet. But. Um, yeah, that kind of thing, you know, it's it's one thing for us to feel like we do a great job, but it's really fun to get that external validation, too, that we're making some of the best content in the industry. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think, you know, with the data thieves specifically, that, 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 that road has been traveled a lot about identity theft and things you need to do, password protection. But when you wrap it in uh, from outer space, it, it puts <laughs> the concept over the top where people are just drawn into it. Um, so, you know, Riddell, one of the things you said that I wanted to touch back on, I think, I think listeners uh, understand that writers, when they create something, they go through a process They do the research, they get their sources, then they start to put the article together. Um, same with the video, same with the infographic. I think the listeners understand that there's a, there's a process that the writers go through, then they finish it, goes to an editor. It's a well-traveled path, but I think what you're telling people is that creative people, the the designers, go through the same process. It, it's not as 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 widely understood, but it's a very similar type of process. Definitely, definitely, definitely true. Um, it might depend on on the project, right? Because as a, as creatives, we we're also in charge of like creating landing pages or or or, mm-hmm. or assets for 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 a website. Uh, so that process is slightly different uh, than created or content piece. But as far as like content creation, uh, it's it's super crucial to to be able to understand how to uh, how to translate into 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 something visual and, and engaging as well. So we can't just create something beautiful looking if somebody sees it and and they're totally confused of what the <laughs> like what the, what is this piece about? Right. So right. if we are trying to educate, and that is the goal, uh, if this piece uh, content pieces to educate then that's in the back of our minds and we do our best to to make sure that is fulfilled gotcha um, through design right right that's uh that is i i think that's a very it's not designed by chance 
correct. It's designed yeah. by process, and I think people <laughs> that I think it's a it's that that's a that's a that's a concept that people need to have driven home. Not gonna lie though, sometimes we do take chances. <laughs> and that's, well, that's how we get data thieves from outer space. <laughs> exactly. uh, you know, that, you know, yeah. yeah. So, um, I wanted to next talk a little bit about uh, the feedback loop we have in place for content items. Um, Rebecca, is there a group of advisors who you work with to give feedback on content ideas? I'm so glad you asked. <laughs> yes, there is. Um, so we like to th say that we make content for three different audiences. Um, you know, we, we have the compliance officer who, Mike, you're very familiar oh, with, yeah. with those people. You have good relationships with many of them and you get to hear uh, feedback from them pretty frequently, you know, all the time. All the time. Um, about whether we're, you know, what we're doing is landing and whether it's within the rules and um, writing to compliance is, um, you know, to talk about you know constraints and fun creative opportunities <laughs> when you have a long list of words you're not allowed to say you know that's that's always really fun for us um, so we get feedback from compliance we get feedback from our advisors uh, clients in the form of um, surveys that we do for people in those demographics and we hear from them on how our content is working and then the advisors and the advisors themselves, um, we hear back from them as well. Um, one of my favorite ways that we get feedback actually is from this group with, that we call um, CAP. Um, our CAP group stands for Content Advisory Program. Oh, nice. Yeah. And this fancy. is a panel. <laughs> it's very fancy. <laughs> um, it's really not. It's just a, a bunch of people who really care about our content. Um, they're a panel of financial professionals professionals who are FMG Suite users and they really care about what kind of content that we're making. Um, they give us some pretty amazing insights and you know they often have a direct impact on how a piece turns out. So we'll be in the middle of let's say that we've written a script for a video and we haven't started producing the video yet but we want to say you know hey is this script landing? Does this look like it's going in the right direction? Is this something that you would even want to talk to your customers about? Um, and it's really amazing to hear back from them and just have of, you know, people who are actually going to be using the content, right? Um, giving us feedback on, hey, I wouldn't necessarily say it this way, or hey, this is, um, you know, a little bit different, or hey, what have, have you thought about adding this piece or that piece to it? So, yeah, um, and I'll just put a little plug, and if I may, sure. if anybody's listening and wants to learn more about that and find out how you can apply to join that program, it's really easy. You can go to fmgsuite.com forward slash cap. And that's where you can learn more about it and apply to join us. And, you know, we're always looking for more opinions. So right, advisors right. are an opinionated bunch and that's we good. love it. So, right. <laughs> yeah. So, so the cap group does it. There's not a number. There's not a, 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 it's not limited to 20 people who have a term for a year. It's an open-ended idea that people can come in and come out. They can comment on pieces once in a while. Absolutely. It's wide open. You can participate when you have time. If you're busy, you can, you know, you may get an email from us saying, hey, here's something to look at. And you can ignore it it's fine and just participate next time um and there's some really cool things too we offer um some fun rewards like free months of your subscription and gotcha. stuff like that for participating but i think most of our members just find it really rewarding just to have an influence over content right. that's going to be seen by like you know thousands and thousands of people so it's so cool. so would the cap group have seen some of the holiday pieces we're preparing would they have kind of been in 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 the know maybe a month or two ago before they started to work absolutely 
Yeah. Yeah. They'll see that stuff and we'll take that feedback in and, you know, kind of turn it around. And, you know, we, we have a pretty rigorous uh, process for taking in feedback and then going through and applying it. So we don't just, we're not just paying lip service by saying, Hey, tell us what you think. We, we sit down as a team and go over every comment. Gotcha. Yeah. Now there's a, there's a, I, I believe there's a group also where we send it directly to individuals who provide feedback to Riddell. Uh, that's, I think, I think your group that runs through more your group. Um, excuse me. It's a, it's a combination. It, combination. It, it, it applies, uh, just, just as much as, as, uh, CAP, the CAP, uh, group. Um, <laughs> we love focus groups. Um, uh, we're very thankful for every single, uh, advisor that has, uh, giving us feedback on our content, uh, through CAP. We're very thankful for every single uh, focus group that, that we reach out to on a constant basis. Uh, that makes our content better every single time. Um, we, we like having the, the kind of the, the user experience uh, mentality uh, right. uh, where um, we iterate on our designs uh, to make sure we just don't miss something that, that we as designers or writers, uh, as creatives, I'm going to say, uh, we oversee. So we send it out uh, to focus groups. We get that feedback. Um, and that's when the fun starts because we have to, in, in a way, um, take that feedback, stop, um, you know, stop and collaborate and, and, <laughs> and turn that into actionable items. So that's, that's usually, um, that's, it sounds easier than, than, than it is. Oh, um, I can imagine. Yeah. So um, be able to, being able to, to, to make sure we know what the, what the feedback is actually saying or asking for and 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 make sure we communicate that then to our designers and, and writers sure um, uh, so super thankful um, for, um being able to 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 be to get feedback or input from just anyone is mm -hmm. is is extremely uh makes our content better every single time yeah i think the uh from what i've seen the cap group is really looking at it from uh we're working with this item but the uh, the individuals that review it Riddell, i would imagine it's it's tough sometimes to draw consensus because people will interject their own personal feelings on something and and say whether they like it or they don't like it but it's we we may have to filter those comments from time to time uh, <laughs> in a way, this is this is like user testing, you know, like a lot of web designers uh, out there. If you uh, someone building a website, they user tested. They're like, "Is this working for you? Is this confusing? Uh, do you get the message? Like, right. do you get the story of this page or content piece?" In in our case, uh, and if they get it, we've successfully achieved a great content piece, and it might just need a few tweaks. Uh, to get it just perfect. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, Another cool thing too is that we have a pretty um, rigorous way of analyzing each batch of feedback that we get um, by comparing it to kind of average numbers across. All, and I don't know how nerdy you want to get. No, yeah, no, I think <laughs> it's, it's, I don't know if the listeners of this nerdy. podcast would be really interested. But um, yeah, I mean, we have average responses. We have a standard set of questions that we ask um, for every piece and so that we can measure the success of any given piece against, uh, you know, all the other stuff that we've asked for feedback on. So um, it's not... It, 
it's not random. Everything we're doing is right. very, very intentional. I think if there's one thing that I would love for people listening to know, it's that our team every single day is thinking about how we can make great content for them. And every piece that we release and produce has been made very, um, with a lot of care, a lot of attention, a lot of intention, and thinking about, you know, what's going to make the advisor, the user of this sure. piece, the person that's sending it, what's going to make them look smart and professional and like a great source of information right. um, and relevant and timely and all of those things. So, yeah, there's a lot of care that's put into it. You know, I, I, let's break it down now for an individual advisor who is listening to this podcast. I feel like, oh boy, I can't just write it. Should I feel comfortable creating? I mean, I'm comfortable with my emails that I'm sending to people every day, but I wanted to create a holiday piece and send it out. You know, I like FMGs, but I wanted to add something, a, a personal touch. What, what, what should they do? Should they do, should they have it travel a similar route? Should they get feedback from people in their office? How, what, what's a, what are good recommendations for advisors that are listening? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, as a writer, I fully support anybody who wants to commit to writing. <laughs> right. You know, like let's say somebody's thinking, hey, you know, it's a new year, new decade. I want to start a blog. Um, I think that's awesome. And I think, you know, advisors, if, if you're an advisor, you got into the business because you want to help people. And along the way, your experiences have given you a lot of rich material to pull from and share. So, you know, I would encourage anybody, you're not going to be able to do it at the capacity that we can because we have a team, you know, sure, right. um, there's 200 people here working <laughs> and, uh, you know, but if you're there and you're thinking, how can I kind of make my own unique content? Absolutely. I would say, um, the first thing to do would be just sit down with a pen. January is the perfect time to sit down with a pen and make lists. Um, if you're a list maker like me, um, sit down and write out all the topics that you really care most about. Um, what do you wish more people knew about investing or about managing their money about retirement prep or social security whatever the thing is the things are that you really care about that you want to work with your clients on um what do you what do you wish that you had known when you were younger ah, interesting. um what do you wish that you that like your parents or your grandparents had taught you or had known um when they were you know early on in their lives and um i would say yeah i think you probably have more to talk about than you realize. Um, mm -hmm. And just like jotting all of that stuff down will give you a really good starting place. And then just pick a topic and go for it. You know, just get started. Um, definitely in, in terms of editing your work, it's helpful to have at least one other person read what you've written before you post or publish it. Um, it's one thing to do like a really quick social media posts and that's great. Sure. Those, those kind of off the cuff social posts or like Twitter posts or whatever can actually be really um, uh, can make your brand feel really accessible. I know we're not talking about branding today, but right, right. <laughs> um, it can be a really cool thing for people to kind of see, oh, my advisor's like, okay, he's at this event and he's tweeting about it. That's interesting. It doesn't have to be polished and perfect. Um, but different medium, like a blog post, it should be really on point. Um, because you are representing yourself. So having somebody, at least one other person, look at it before you send it out that you trust um, is really good. And then 
definitely use spell check. <laughs> um, run it through a tool like Grammarly, um, which is a great tool to kind of check not only spelling, but grammar and tone and all that good stuff. You know, there's tools out there that can help you kind of take shortcuts when you don't have a whole team of people. Um, we have proofers and editors and stuff here, but if you don't have that in your back pocket, there's, you know, tech is here to help you. So you look up some uh, other ways to get that stuff done. Yeah, I think what's, what you said, very interesting, that social posts are so quick they're a little more forgiving but when you have something a blog that you're putting up on your website that's going to be there for a while that's represents you represents the firm you don't want a typo in the first paragraph right <laughs> it, 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 uh, people will read that as a lack of attention to detail and that uh, uh that's just that's not the impression you want to send as the person right. managing their money <laughs> right exactly uh riddell also how about uh when advisors you know i'm coming into the new year you know I th i've heard about this thing called video now <laughs> i finally got my uh iphone 10 i've been taking <laughs> cute videos around the house There's with my cats now. and dogs it was their 11 yeah, yeah, yeah even, even yeah. better yeah. Uh, <laughs> 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 what do, i want to start sending out a video every couple of weeks to compliment uh -huh. my blog what do, what do i need to do um so yes depends on the um on on, on the type of video that that you're going to be uh, shooting for right uh, a mobile uh, a, an iphone or android phone uh, shoots great camera especially for digital uh nowadays so you can carry your phone with you um and shoot just amazing videos uh, if uh, and and it's mobile, so you're gonna be at a conference. You can shoot, you can upload immediately, and sure. then you have like uh, like super timely videos uh, being produced with you know a tiny piece of equipment. Um, if you are actually going to start making video at your house, you can invest maybe in a you know small mirrorless camera or something like that. Maybe a light, maybe a handheld tripod or something like that. Sure. So there's a bunch of you know pretty affordable items in, in, in Amazon uh, and, and your preferred website. Um, and uh, But yeah, it really depends on the type of video you want to make. A phone is totally acceptable. It shoots great, uh, a great quality video uh, and has the, you know, the immediate uh, posting to your blog sure. or, or social media. Uh, yeah, I was going to say the phone, the, the ideal thing about the phone is you can shoot the video, you mm -hmm. can upload the video, and then you can link the video to your website and you really, it's very seamless. Yeah, and there's some apps right now that you, you can edit your video too. So if you kind of mess up a shot, you can just edit it, cut Even it. Even better. Yeah, Even and better. export it. So okay. there's you don't have that pressure to be a one take and out. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Good stuff, good stuff. All right, so we're kind of running near the end now of the webcast, I but I wanted to talk about... Um, uh, an offsite meeting we had not too long ago. The uh, uh, the creatives from FMG Suite, Marketing Pro, and Platinum Strategies came from around the country and gathered in San Diego for a two-day uh, content summit. I wanted to ask, uh, Rebecca, I'll start with you, kind of what kind of ideas came out of those meetings and what should we expect in 2020? <laughs> um, well, as for what to expect, you can expect more of the same amazing content awesome. that you're used to getting. Um, but yeah, you know, one of my favorite conversations that we had at the summit um, was this idea of disruption. This is a word that is mm -hmm. really popular in tech circles um, and, and, you know, people making software. It might be the opposite of what most most financial advisors are used to thinking about because they do not like the idea necessarily of disruption. Um, but yeah, I think for us as software people working in tech, looking for ways that our tools and, and our content can 
disrupt or innovate is really exciting. That's really what that word means sure. in that context is just innovating and being really creative. Um, how, how can we solve problems differently? How can we look at the problems differently? So um, for our team, disruption just looks like kind of pushing the envelope creatively just a little bit further than what traditional companies have done. You know, finance gets a bad rap about being this old dusty kind of behemoth. <laughs> and yeah, it's like this thing that never changes. And, um, you know, sometimes the content that has come out from from some sources like videos and articles and stuff, um, it can be pretty boring. It's yes. just like, oh, this is dry material. And some of it, you know, you, you can't be faulted for that because it's like the topic is a little dry if we're talking about, you know, um, figures and stats and stuff like that. Um, but keeping up with the changing markets, I mean, that's, that's what it's going to be all about. And as we're heading into a new, not just a new year, but a new decade, um, you know, advisors are going to need to embrace new ways of expressing the same old stuff. Um, the rules of investing haven't changed. That stuff's probably not going to be changing anytime soon. You know, the markets are still the markets. Um, but we do need to be aware of how we explain and understand those rules and help people navigate you know, an increasingly complex world um, for advisors, for their clients. You know, the world is changing, technology is changing. Um, and so that's something that, you know, I really believe the power of good storytelling and good content can do that. Um, and we're looking forward to doing more of that next year. Yeah, in this industry, creating um, creating content, it's it's a very beautiful challenge to have. Um, how how do we take how do we take a topic and 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 make it the best possible um, content piece that we can that we can uh, message wise, uh, design wise, um, and it's it, it's it's a constant exercise that we that we have uh, and and. Um, and disruption. I'm glad you bring that up because uh, the password piece was exact was one of those examples where we we had this idea in mind that we needed to educate you know how to stay secure um, out there in mm-hmm. in uh, in the web world. Um, and then we could have written an article you know with mm-hmm. a bunch of headlines and and, and paragraphs, but uh, we kind of went a step ahead and we wanted to create something that that stopped your clients uh, uh, from from scrolling, clicked on it, and actually read the piece and came out with a very highly educated, um, you know, mentality sure. about like how to yeah. stay, how to stay secure out there. Uh, and so we, we got a little creative there and we kind of, we pushed it a little bit and, and we're very proud of, of, of the, the actual end result. But uh, what would make us the proudest is if we heard from you guys, from from someone from Cap, and said, "You guys rocked that one. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. My clients are loving the content that you're making for me." That for us, it's like, yes, that's that's what we're looking for. That's what we're striving for. Sure, sure. I love that you said that because it is sometimes, um, you know, we're over here making content for thousands of people, and even though we do all of this research and we do get feedback and we do hear from clients, we always want to hear more. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, we're yeah. we're hungry for that. So anybody listening, if you have feedback for us about any of our content pieces, um, email Mike. Right? Yeah. Should we give him your email? Yeah, why not? Why not? Why not? <laughs> yeah. No, I think it's just it's something that we really care a lot about. We want to know that what we're doing is working, and uh, I think it is. We've got a lot of good evidence that it is, but um, we always want to hear more. So. Yes, yeah, we do. Also, join CAP, C-A-P. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we yeah. love hearing from you guys. That's right. Yeah, I think, you know, what, I, what I'm taking from that is the, the, the similar concept like asset allocation. That hasn't changed in since it was invented, mm-hmm. uh, since the concept came up, but 
Rebecca, how your team tells the story of asset allocation and Riddell, how your team then designs for it, makes it a fresh new idea. Mm-hmm. And that's what that's what FMG and the FMG family of companies are looking to bring to things. That's fresh so ideas. Great. Totally. Awesome. All right, everybody, we're going to stop here. I want to thank our guests today, Rebecca Smith and Riddell Enrique, for your insights. Thank you, listeners, and we will see you on the next episode of the Market in Motion podcast for financial advisors. Thank you so much. Thanks, Mike. Thank you for listening to the Market in Motion podcast for financial advisors. If you found this episode informative, please share with your peers and colleagues. Visit fmgsuite.com to discover more great resources and products to transform you into an extraordinary marketer and grow your advisory. Subscribe and get updates delivered right to your inbox.